This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You are on Joy. And uh, we have some very special guests in the studio. I'm surrounded by three lovely Irishmen here. It's very cosy indeed in the studio <laughs> at the moment. I have the... Uh, I have the Celtic tenors. Now, is it Celtic or Celtic? Well Celtic. done, it's Celtic. Celtic, Celtic yep. right, that's what I was saying, but uh, just some people say Celtic, I just, to be sure, to be sure. Usually it's sport, it's Celtic. Sport is Celtic, yeah, Celtic, and arts is, we think. Okay, right, I've heard this sort of more American thing as a Celtic one. Anyway, uh, Matthew, James and Daryl, we welcome you to do the Joy Studios. Now, Celtic tenors, what style of uh, songs do, would, you, would you be singing? Well, normally if people come to a show, because we're classically trained originally, we met in the opera. Of course, we do operatic stuff like Nessun Dorma and La Donna mm. Mobile Libiamo. But then when oh, we were I like signed... it when you talk dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Nella fantasia. Um, but then we were signed to EMI years ago. We'd just been recently, of course, okay. signed to DECA Universal. But they asked us to do Celtic and Irishy songs, songs okay. from our homeland. They basically said, we've got Pavarotti. And Domingo on our on our books, they do that stuff better than you. So you do Ooh. stuff that you do better than them. <laughs> but we can still do it in the concerts, right? Okay. Yeah. But then. I think as time has passed on, I think we are we've we we now just do songs that we like, and we we Lovely. I think we regard ourselves as kind of an, an international singing act that sings international songs. That Mostly we like. ABBA. <laughs> That's James. <laughs> no. We have never done an ABBA song. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, and uh, so what? What other songs do you sing then, besides the classical and the We actually uh, the did Irish? an album of American songs as well, because we tour America, a lot in okay. North America, and we did yep. an album of American songs. Classical crossover, you know, the kind of Andrea Bocelli stuff, and, uh-huh. and then very a lot of Celtic and Irish and Scottish songs. I think folk, folk music is where we came from. Well, certainly, as well. I mean, I, th- okay. I think the three of us came from very, very different backgrounds. Mm. Catholic, Protestant, gay, straight, <laughs> <laughs> north, south of the country. We like a bit of a mix here at Joy. It's uh, good to see. Now, how long has the uh, Celtic tenders been together? Has it always been just the three of you guys, or has it changed over the time, or what's happened? There has been one change in lineup nine years ago when Daryl wow. came into the group. Right. And, Welcome, uh, Daryl. Yeah, say, say hello, Daryl. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, see, his microphone is working. It's all it good. I'm the shy one in the group. That's what they all That's say. So, yeah. not right. totally the so not true. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch. I'm watching it. No, there was one change in, in 2005, 2006, and Daryl came in, thankfully. Mm-hmm. We went down great. one gay. We did. We had two gays before that. <laughs> Okay, Only room so for one gay in the village. You're more representative <laughs> of the population. Very nice thing. Now, there's a very talented and varied background from the three of you. How did you get, actually get together? James? Well, we met in the <laughs> opera, in Strauss's opera Die Fledermaus. Uh, nice. And the three of us were all in the same opera production with Opera Ireland at the Gaiety Theatre in Dublin. <laughs> of course, where <laughs> else? Enough. And uh, yeah, we were brought together and signed to EMI then. But then 15 years later, we've been just re-signed, not resigned, re-signed to re-signed. Universal Decca. So. Excellent. Now, uh, just a quick rundown. You can introduce yourselves and uh, we'll get Daryl to say something. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, a little bit about your backgrounds, where you're from, um, why you're in the in the group, and that sort of thing. Um, well, I studied. It seems to be all about me here today. It's, 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 well, it's, we'll move it's off. all about you. We'll move off you in a minute. Well, <laughs> I studied uh, kind of a classical training and uh, did a bachelor of music at University College 
Dublin was an organist and choir master in a church and sang with the a gay man being an organist. Yeah, there's exactly. a line. Yeah, like a <laughs> bit of a cliche there. He's not a different a type of organist. No. <laughs> and uh, then I moved to London to study with a teacher there and got an opera agent and sang in the opera for about 10 years professionally wow. worldwide. Good and then you. we were brought together for the uh-huh. Celtic Tenors. Excellent. Okay, Daryl, your turn. Well, I come from the north. That's of enough, right? Move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home now. Goodbye. <laughs> Sorry, darling. Say, say your piece. So I come from the north of Ireland, a little town called Oma, County Tyrone. And uh, I grew up loving sport, actually. That was my big thing. Sport? Okay. Uh, rugby and soccer, or football as we call it, and played a lot. Very much. And uh, yeah. unfortunately, I got a serious injury at 17. Uh, ruptured oh. my spleen and bowel. On the table tennis table. Played rugby. <laughs> yeah, on the table tennis table. And uh, In this tutu. I ended up going to college to study music. And then after that... Um, uh, I went, I trained to be an opera singer and was singing in Zurich in the Opera House in Switzerland nice. and Matthew gave me a call to see would I be interested in joining mm. the group for a year at that stage. Right, which one was of nine, those part-time jobs Nine years ago, yeah. yeah, so it lasted quite a while, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's basically where I'm at, although I, I, I'm, I came as a, a pianist and now I also play guitar in the, in the show, but... Um, you know, tenor singing is an absolutely fabulous way to make a living. You're a busy boy then, aren't yeah. you? Very good. You'd also do some, uh, I've noticed in, uh, I'll just bring a little thing out, um, are you developing young talent for a career in music? Yeah, absolutely. The, I, I have a youth choir at home. In fact, I just toured the US. In fact, we joined up nice. with the, the tenors and did some shows at the Milwaukee Irish Fest, uh, which is one of the largest uh, music festivals in the Irish music festivals in the world, so that was a lot of fun. Mm. But really, uh, the choir was set up out out of a, a tragedy in my hometown with the Troubles in Northern Ireland back in 1998. So it's quite a mm. special thing for me um, to be able to help and nurture and develop young talent. Excellent. Well mm. done. Well Thank done you. indeed. Matthew? Um, well, I'm a farm boy. Um, I'm a oh. farmer's <laughs> son. <laughs> Normally we get them from New Zealand, but (laughs) 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 I've just lost half my audience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, I I studied engineering. Um, That's my primary degree. Engineering, yeah. That's a bit of a switch. Yeah, a big switch. But I I always I always sang, and from when I was very small, I was you know put sitting on a fruit box and singing at mass. (laughs) A fruit box. Yeah. Steady now. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> the high notes really well. <laughs> uh, that's only when the splinters are in your feet. Um, oh, well, that too. Yeah, but. Um, but um, the uh, that sort of worked. Out, I, I loved it, and but I always sang, and I took a sabbatical um, after about five years of engineering, right. and I started. Um, I, I, I just happened to meet James. Right. I was singing in, a, in, in an opera in, in Dublin mm-hmm. and I happened to meet James um, and uh, we kind of hit it off and we uh, we, 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 we kind of came together um, and, and, and did a little project that was wonderful, absolutely marvellous. And, you know, suddenly my six month sabbatical became 15 right. years. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, welcome to real life. Yeah, yes. and, that's, and that's how James and I kind of came together and we, we, we changed our name to the Celtic Tenors about a year after that and okay. from there on. Well done. Now, fantastic and uh, very uh, cultured and varied background too, from uh, engineering to uh, farm boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've played a, a worldwide variety of venues. What's some of the more intimate venues you've played? Mm. Oh, Gosh. 
intimate. Well, we sang for President Bill Clinton, yeah. a very intimate the, venue. The most intimate. He smoked a cigar, though. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't smoking. No. Um, uh, the, uh, the most intimate was, was Kofi Annan and his wife, yeah. whose name is Nana Annan. A lovely lady. A lovely lady. But it was literally the two of them sitting in front of us with a little round table, two glasses of champagne, and we sang five or six songs to them. Um, uh, for her birthday, it was a gift from Bono. Oh, uh, lovely! Uh, he, he, okay, he, he bought us. <laughs> Bono bought us. <laughs> so for you an have evening. a price. He rented right. us for an evening. And, uh, <laughs> we're quite cheap, really. <laughs> Says the gay man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're a lot dearer. Um, <clears throat> so uh, yeah, uh, that that was very intimate and lovely. And you know, it's 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 always it's special. Those those yeah. tiny intimate evenings are mm. the most exposing. Right, because uh, you actually outnumbered your audience yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> then we were exposing. On a slightly more serious note, we actually uh, performed at Gallipoli this year with a lot oh, of the Anzac wow. uh, yeah, veterans. Anzac and that was quite a special moment for us mm. because we got mm. to learn a lot about Australian and New Zealand culture and the history of it, and actually the history of Irish men yes. who served in, in the First World War also. So it was... It was very poignant for us, and certainly we readily identify with the Australian people. And, uh, mm. and I, I suppose there's so many Irish here anyway. There are a lot of Irish here. It was us and Dame Keary, yeah. just for a little name drop there. Right. Okay. Yeah. As if we couldn't drop any okay. more names uh, today. Yeah. Okay, I hate to be a sass queen, the largest. Oh. Biggest audience? Well, actually, the big festivals. Well, mm. no, we actually did the first ever London St. Patrick's Festival in Trafalgar Square. Wow. 210,000 people. Oh. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, that was the biggest one. Yeah. We did. Well, that's called the grand final ones. crowd. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was cool. And then the big Irish festivals in mm. the States, like Milwaukee Irish Fest, is mm. 20, 25,000 people as well. It's for Jeez. classical boys, it's kind of very rock and roll. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, would you have to adapt your style for that sort of larger audience? Yeah, a bit more rocky come stuff, over or a bit more rock and roll. Don't yeah, we, or we kind of just do what we do, though. I think I think our show is naturally not. It's not stuffy, and it, we're just ourselves. And you know, from the day, from day one, we threw out the dinner suits, the dinner jackets, and, and, and <laughs> just stuff. kind of were a bit more, the album a cover. bit more relaxed. <laughs> Absolutely, um, some semblance of formality. Yeah, right. yeah, but I think we're we're, we're kind of part, partly rockers at heart. Right. Any unusual sort of quirk? You mentioned the Kofi Annan uh, sort of. Uh, Production. Um, is there any other unusual ones that you've? Uh, yeah, a few years ago we met up with um, with Air Supply. Um, oh right, and yeah. We 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 were very um, fortunate. Our manager was he, he was a pr- local promoter at the time, and uh, he was putting on a few Air Supply shows. And he said, "You need to meet our what, these young men that I'm dealing with." So he gave <laughs> right. him gave him a copy of our record, and we ended up doing a, 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 a large recording session with them in America we recorded I'm All Out of Love with them oh, um, nice. yep. and uh, we ended up doing a, a small tour with them in the and States and they're great guys toured as well as guests of Whitney's auntie Dion Warwick as well oh uh, wow so, mm, so good stuff how do you keep it fresh though I mean so many concerts all around the world sort of uh, ne- never do the same show twice right no. Just never did the same show twice. That's okay. the way. Our, our banter on stage <laughs> as well. We, I mean, Daryl's hilariously funny. <laughs> the jokes are fantastic, you know. So our banter is interesting. He, he was actually shaking you know his head. I, you, know, you know what I like about you, James? Nothing. Not a whole Very lot. little. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we, it, it's an unscripted show. Anything can happen yeah. any night. And it does. It's, and it, it, it's uh, quite good fun. In fact, going back to the air supply, we, we were doing the symphony over in Vancouver a few years ago, and there's a big dramatic rise in the middle of the song. And it mm-hmm. goes, 
big pause and singing this note and there's a big pause and this little lady shouted out from the audience you can park your shoes under my bed any night son (laughs) son son and and the the orchestra lost cougar lady uh, she was about 93 or the night that Matthew Matthew dedicated a birthday Uh, song to a 97 year old lady and said this is for Margaret this is time to say goodbye <laughs> Honestly, that happened. Oh. <laughs> I think we'll cut to a track right now. We'll chat more with the boys in a moment. We can go You're on joy. Joy's podcast service is proudly sponsored by audible.com.au. Right now, Audible want to give you a free audiobook of your choice when you try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com.au forward slash joy to redeem your voucher. There's over 150,000 audiobooks available. Choose from intense thrillers such as The Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins, Laugh Out Loud with famous comedians such as Tina Fey, or discover the newest releases like Dexter is Dead, Pride and Modern Prejudice, and many more. Joy his podcast team suggests The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, read by Stephen Fry. Support Joy by signing up, plus get a free trial and audiobook. Go to audible.com.au forward slash joy now. Audible.com.au forward slash joy. You're on Joy 94.9 with the gas man, and I'm, I've got three very handsome men here who are the Celtic tenors, and it's Matthew, James, and Daryl. Now, there's, uh, there was a referendum recently in Ireland yes. about... Uh, about uh, Equal marriage. Now, to me, a vote can be divisive. There's winners and losers. So, uh, are the losers still upset about the vote for marriage equality? I think there was a lot of confusion at the time when the when the referendum was being uh, fought out and discussed. And uh, we had a great champion called Panty Bliss, who I think has opened Sydney Gay Pride. Panty Bliss. Mm-hmm. She's our most famous drag queen and uh-huh. was a great champion for the referendum. But I think there was a lot of confusion. Um, people, the no voters, tended to think that it was all about... Uh, they they were concentrating on chi- uh, children being adopted and stuff, which oh, was nothing right. to do with okay. the referendum at all. Yep. It was purely about equality, and exactly. that's what the whole thing was, you know. And people were getting all wound up with all the, but what about the children? What about oh. the children? And Catholic yep. Ireland, you know. But yep. uh, so I think a lot of the, there was a lot of confusion, but uh, I think people are hopefully happy. Right. For me, as a, as a straight guy, sort of looking at it from a, a, a sort of the straight person's standpoint, from mm-hmm. from my standpoint at least, yep. um, I, I think. Most people in the world are absolutely, uh, you know, their friends, their parents, family members, not, not mm. parents, family members are gay. So, um, well, I'm uh, a father, so parents yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely, too. of course, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it was great, immense sense of pride uh, mm. for, 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 for straight people that we are in a country that totally embraces everybody. Excellent. And it's, it's, it, 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 I, yep. it was an immensely um, um, good, great thing, elevating thing for me. We've had firsts in Ireland. I mean, we were the first in the world to have the smoking ban, and now suddenly this as well. <laughs> it's very 20, similar. Twenty-three. <laughs> yes. well, no, but twenty-three years ago, you know, gays mm. were criminals. I grew up yes. in a time when we were criminals, it's, and uh, yeah, it was very, here. very, very tough. Mm. You know, I'd actually I write a column for my local paper in Sligo, in the west of Ireland, yep. and. Uh, I, I did, after the referendum, I decided to do my, my gay story, basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of people said, but you never told us that. You never told us you were no. held at knife point or mugged and stuff like this. Yep. This was the time I grew up and it was very different. We were criminals. Just a quote from your uh, newspaper article. Thanks to the referendum, it's easier for gays now. Gay kids shouldn't have to go through what kids in my generation suffered. Mm, absolutely. Mm. absolutely. And they really did suffer. And yes. I, I, I was, I'm very private about my sexuality at home, really. I don't... 
you know, I don't wear it on my sleeve, I suppose. Everybody knows, but mm. I, I'm not really very out there or whatever. Well, now I am, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I just on. decided. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I just Salmon decided I, yeah. right. the time was right. If, if only one child was going to read it or, yes. you know, helped, maybe it's benefited. worth it. But yes. I, I think more importantly, and again, looking in, f- uh, in fact, really from an outside perspective because I live in the north of Ireland so we didn't right. have the referendum but uh-huh. it was it was very cathartic for the nation of Ireland to have this discussion mm. and I think a lot of uh, um, people started to understand yes. a little bit better what it was to be gay because I think unless yep. you're exposed to being around friends and obviously we, we grew up very in the arts uh, and mm. Uh, I have a lot of gay friends, yep. male and female, mm-hmm. and you're you become much more aware of what it is to walk in their shoes mm. as such through life. Yep. Uh, and I think if you're not exposed to that, then it becomes more difficult to to get a, a proper handle on what mm. this is like. You mentioned a sporting background for yourself, so that sort of area would not be um, no, absolutely openly gay friendly. But anyway. that's that's one thing now that we're starting to see. I mean, it, before too long, I think you know men who play sports in particular are, are going to actually decide and put their hand up you know what I am gay and there are several people, already yeah there yeah. are so yeah, it's, yeah. as I say it's a cathartic process I think for a lot of people I also thought it was very interesting the people who voted no who openly voted no were mm-hmm. were maybe between in, in the sort of in the 60s oh, uh, right. uh, yep. fi- late 50s mid and 60s generation but, but people older than that were voting yes oh, so it was okay. interesting that the grannies and the grandfathers yeah. were, were out, uh, very outwardly coming out and saying um, I'm voting yes because mm-hmm. you know we're all God's children kind of thing so exactly. it was very it was very Christian uh, in, a, in a sense right. and very openly um, you, know, you, know, you know welcoming towards mm. to, to everybody and then the, the people who were who were no or my, my parents sort yeah. of age uh, <laughs> yes. which is which I don't know if that's a telling thing I'm sure there's something in that mm. um, and then, then the, obviously then everybody who was under the age of 30 seemed to vote yes as well Excellent right so there's uh, there's a lot of acceptance now so has the fabric of Irish society changed I think so. We almost had a gay president a few years ago as well, <laughs> a guy called David Norris, who actually okay. was the one who legalized homosexuality uh-huh. uh, all those years ago. He's done a huge amount. It sounds as well like I'm um, Panty's manager here or something, but uh, <laughs> if you check out on YouTube, there's Panty's Noble Call. There's the okay. most heart uh, rending and emotional speech that she gave in the Abbey Theatre in Dublin mm. a few years ago, and it's Lovely. wonderful. It's really worth checking out. Right. So society hasn't fallen apart or anything. No, no. and I think no. the referendum was an effect rather than a cause. Uh-huh. Um, I think I think that the you know the the, the running of a of a gay presidential candidate that really he nearly won. You mm-hmm. know, um, and the, the, the yeah, and and I suppose we're so so proud of Oscar Wilde and yes. so many of our. Uh, our great patriots were gay, mm. um, and it's only coming out now that they that they were gay. Some right. of the, some of them, like the really serious Patrick patriots, people, Patrick, yeah, 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 people who died for our country, mm. you know. So uh, it's 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 a manly thing, or it's yes. not. It's, it's not. It's yeah. not that it's a. It's not know. the stereotypes sort of drag queen stuff or the twinkie no. bits. <laughs> and so. Absolutely, right. we have okay. a very big gay pride in Dublin now as well. Yeah. Thank you. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the concerts. Yeah. <laughs> back to the concerts. So. Now, you had a few uh, backup groups in your time. You, n- just, you just don't do a cappella or DJ stuff, do you? 
No, no. no. There's uh, quite a few symphonies you've actually had backing you up. Yeah, we've just done a series of symphonies, and we've got mm-hmm. some more coming up in the US and Canada. Mm. Uh, so anything from a full AGP symphony orchestra. In fact, we did a Chinese tour with a Chinese symphony orchestra, which wow. was amazing. Mm. Okay. Uh, that was an incredible experience. Right down to a cappella. So. Yeah, mm. I think we're, we're quite, our versatility is that is would lie, part of our versatility would lie in that that in that our, our sort of our simple show is just our ourselves and our piano mm-hmm. piano player yep. who uh, is also in. He's also gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's not here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but it, it can move, uh, you. you know, to a band to yes, a rock, kind of a rock is, band sort of line to a full. Yeah, he's very. Yeah. <laughs> he did a brilliant Facebook. He uh, is amazing. Um, yeah. Have him in the next time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Now, I'm a little confused here. It's very easy for me as a gay man. Um, (laughs) The current tour has been advertised as Celtic Woman. Now, who does the drag? What? (laughs) We actually all do it in the first half. (laughs) No, we're appearing as very special guests of Celtic Woman. Because we've done nothing in Australia, we mostly concentrate in North America and Europe, Uh and we've done nothing out here at all. So nobody has a clue who we are. We're Aussie Aussie (laughs) virgins, basically. So uh, we were asked to be special guests of Celtic Women. Mm. We've done quite a bit out here. So we are... Okay, uh, so Celtic Woman is a woman? It's women. Women, the right. girls, yes. Okay. Beautiful girls. Four Beautiful great, girls. Four great girls. Something for everyone. <laughs> Something for everyone. <laughs> Very good indeed. Yes, yeah. indeed. And Panty. And no, she's not in. So. <laughs> right. <there's laughs> you've got a new album out, Bellas, now. What's, what's that one called? Timeless. Timeless. And uh, it's... It is. It's timeless, except that it runs no rhythm. It, ru- it, <laughs> it runs for about fifty-four minutes, so it's not totally timeless. But, uh, it, Unless you put it on repeat. I, 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 exactly. But again, you know, and it falls into our kind of new love affair with Australia. I mean, we were signed to Decca mm-hmm. Australia on a worldwide deal uh, okay. with the Universal label, uh, and also our producer is a guy who lives locally, Charles Fisher. We flew him oh, to Ireland, yeah. and Charles produced Olivia Newton-John and mm. uh, Air Supply, Savage Garden. Wow. Honestly, okay. so he's a fantastic guy. So we're delighted to excellent to to have the associations and to work with great people. You're going to sing us a song, I believe. We are. Is it from the album? It is. It's, it's the one. Yeah. It's the, the num- number one track, and it was a song written by John Denver back in the '70s. And uh-huh. it's amazing how you know how he could see where the future was lying with the, mm-hmm. the eco awareness and things. He wrote this song. Uh, called Calypso uh, about the ocean and how important it is. It's so about Jack, Jack Cousteau's boat. Yes, yeah. Called right. Calypso. Calypso, yeah. Let's hear it. You're on joy. Celtic tenors. Hang on, I'll take these. Actually, off. this is the first time we've done this on Radio Live. <laughs> yeah. So first for joy, first for Melbourne, first for the world. To sail on a dream on a crystal clear ocean To ride on the crest of the wide raging storm To work in the service of life and the living In search of the answers to questions unknown To be part of the movement, part of the growing Part of beginning to understand I, Calypso, the places you've been to The things that you've told us, the stories you tell I, Calypso, I sing to your spirit The men who have served you so long and so well Adieu, oh Lord, 
Like the dolphin who guides you, you bring us beside you to light up the darkness and show us the way. For though we are strangers in your silent world, to live on the land we must learn from the sea. To be true is the tide, free is the windswell, joyful and loving in letting it be. I Calypso, the places you've been to, the things that you've told us, the stories you tell. I Calypso, I sing to your spirit, the men who have served you so long and so well. Adi hey. Studio crowds having a lot of fun here. Okay, that was fantastic, fellas. That was uh, really, really, really gorgeous. And I feel a bit special. Did you see oh, the fear in our eyes? It's the first time we've ever done it on radio anywhere in the world. It's very, very high in the morning. In the morning for, like I was watching the levels here. It was all right. It's all good. Now we've got a Melbourne concert coming up. When and where? 20th. The 20th of September. 20th of September, Mar- yeah, at the Margaret Court Arena. Yeah. Correct, yes. We passed the test. Well done, yes. <laughs> with Celtic women. <laughs> with Celtic women. With, those with Celtic, Celtic women. women. Who yes. are women. So, right. So, is the... Uh, is the sh- women with women. If women... If women... If people are looking up the show... <laughs> me with women on my mind, that's most unusual. <laughs> um, so, is the concert billed as Celtic tenors or Celtic women? Celtic woman. Celtic woman. With special guests, the Celtic tenors. Right. Very special. Yeah. Very special. Yeah. Who are men. But you, 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 you can Not find women. You, you can. And, of course, uh, catch up what, with where we're at and what we're doing on our Facebook page, Celtic Yeah, we have no friends. And Can we, you please friend us? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And also then on our website, Celtic-Tenors.com, and you That's can see all the info about the dates and things. Because we're, we're all over Australia, so if you have friends or family that you might want to encourage to come along, we'd love to see them. And there are great plans for us to come back next year with our own tour. Right, well, I'd certainly love to have you back in the studios here, guys. You'd love to, and we'll have Colm, our gay fantastic. musical director, with us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he probably won't say a word because he's very shy. <laughs> yeah, like, like this Daryl guy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been speaking with James, Matthew and Daryl, who are the Celtic Tenors, and it's been a fantastic experience for me and also for our listeners. Thank, well, thank you so you much. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you so thank much. you. All the best for the concerts. Joy's podcast service is proudly sponsored by audible.com.au. Right now, Audible want to give you a free audiobook of your choice when you try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com.au forward slash joy to redeem your voucher. There's over 150,000 audiobooks available. Choose from intense thrillers such as The Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins, Laugh Out Loud with famous comedians such as Tina Fey, or discover the newest releases like Dexter is Dead, Pride and Modern Prejudice, 
Davis, and many more. Joy's podcast team suggests The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, read by Stephen Fry. Support Joy by signing up, plus get a free trial and audiobook. Go to audible.com.au forward slash joy now. Audible.com.au forward slash joy. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.